let's pray. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for today, the opportunity we have to study your word. Send your Holy Spirit to help us to learn in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you hear a little bit of snoring in the background, it happens to be Evie, the, the dog. dog. <laughs> yes. So, here are things <coughs> which should be considered. Will the one you marry bring happiness to your home? Is she an economist? Or will she, if married, not only use all your own earnings, but all of all of her own, excuse me, earnings, but all of yours to gratify a vanity, maybe a love of appearance? Are her principles correct in this direction? Has she anything now to depend upon? I know that to the mind of a man infatuated with love and thoughts of marriage, these questions will be brushed away as though they were of no consequence. But these things should be duly considered, for they have a bearing upon your future life. In your choice of a wife, study her character will she be one who will be patient and painstaking or will she cease to care for your mother and father at the very time when they need a strong son to lean on upon and will she withdraw from him from their society to carry out her plans and to suit her own pleasure and leave the father and mother who instead of gaining an affectionate daughter will have lost a son yeah you know, I think it's interesting the way Ellen White wrote this out. The top part where we just read the qualities to be sought in a prospective wife, the ones we read yesterday, um, is kind of what the Bible says to look for. Mm -hmm. And then she is like, here are the things you should consider. Mm -hmm. Will the one you marry be ha bring happiness to your home? Is she an economist? Um, you know, these different things like that. And then, you know, she talks about your choice of wife, study her character. Is she patient, painstaking, things like that. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the, the, the biggest things is the economist part. Yeah. Is, uh, and again, this is one of those English, old English words that we don't use that often. But is she good with money is basically mm -hmm. what Ellen White's saying. Um, is she going, does she have some, uh, <clears throat> uh, I don't want to say fetish but some thing that she loves to spend money on. Yeah. Is it, you know, I mean, it's not necessary vanity, um, but it's something that she likes spending all her money on. So in other words, it's saying, is she going to be spending all of her money on this and all of yours as well and basically leave nothing for the home? Or is she going to be having money that she squirrels away? I'm a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I, I I don't remember if it was Ellen White or somebody else, but it was one of the stories from her time. Um, this husband and wife, they were looking to buy something. And throughout their years of marriage, she would always, she had a sock that she had behind the dishes in the kitchen. And every so often, whenever she had a few extra dollars or change from going to the store or something like that she would put this money in this sock and it came down they needed something I don't remember if it was for the doctor or mm -hmm. something but they really really needed some money to do something and they didn't have it and she pulls the money out for this from the, the sock and she puts it on the table and they count it up and it was exact amount wow that they needed that sounds like a miracle yeah and, and it is yeah but 
here's the funny thing about miracles. God doesn't magically create things. No. God doesn't work that way. God uses us to work his miracles. He gave her the foresight to save money. Right. And I think that's um, the important thing is the fact mm -hmm. that if a woman has that foresight, then some people call it the rainy day fund. Yeah. You know. Um, and then that last part there, in your choice of a wife, study her character, the part you read. Mm -hmm. um, are they, is she going to draw you away from your parents? Or is she going to be right there beside you when your parents need you? Yeah. And I think that's one of the most important things. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you had anything you wanted to say. Um, I don't remember what we were talking about before. <laughs> um, I guess just whenever I, I love that Charles is always talking about talking to his parents and it's not in excess, which is nice, but it's also not so infrequent that I can't see a relationship with his parents. I, he talks to them a few times a week when, when I'm around. Probably more when I'm not around, too. Actually, I, I usually will call, like, when I leave your place mm -hmm. in the evening. Yeah. I'll call them just kind of as a little check base yeah. just to let them know, hey, yeah. um, you know, that way I'm their parents. And they can kind of be our chaperones from a distance. Yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, like, when we're together, mm -hmm. um, if I want to call my, my dad or mom and ask them a question or just chat just to say hi, happy Sabbath, whatever. Um, I always ask you. Yeah. Because I you never, never know. know if I wanted to talk about something or if we needed to go do something. Right. I forgot. Yeah. Or you just yeah. wanted to spend some alone time, some quality time with, with each other. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what you're feeling at that moment. Yeah. You know, not saying, you know, but it's it's that thing of, it's the respect. Yeah. And I think it's the big thing. I don't, I'm not wanting people to start thinking, well, they need to, you know they need to be talking to their parents every day and they need to be it's that thing it's that moderation yeah absolutely. there needs to be that relationship good moderation with your parents and you do really too nice. i mean yeah. your mom comes over and it's a blessing that your mom lives close mm -hmm. um but she comes over on tuesdays and you have your little date night tuesdays tuesdays and um i think that it's i think that's really cool mm -hmm. um i know i would be doing something like that with my folks if they were in the area yeah um being able to spend time with them and stuff like that mm-hmm so, yeah, I think, I mean, that's one of the biggest things is I've seen so many times where, um, where one or other, one of the other of the spouse, the husband or the wife, they have, maybe they've had a bad relationship with their parents mm -hmm. or they just don't like the in-laws. I mean, that's one of the biggest jokes in the world is yeah. the in-laws are coming, yeah. you know, um, but it's, it's, it's that, um, excuse me, uh, lost my train of thought it's <laughs> i'm sorry both of us rachel and i are both kind of battling sickness and i'm having some pretty extreme uh back pain right now back spasms in my back that are are pretty impressively <laughs> painfully painful um but yeah i mean it, it, it's i've I, i've seen people couples where they pull their spouse away from their parents yeah 
And and then I mean, our nursing homes are filled with parents yeah. that are unloved, and yeah. and maybe the par- the children love them, but they just don't know how to express don't it. know how to express it. Don't have the time, yeah. or they think they don't have the time, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's sad. Mm-hmm. So, let's pray. Father, we thank you for today, the chance, as I say very frequently, that, that we get to read your word. It is such a blessing. It gives me a pep in my step. Hmm. And it allows me to feel close to you and close to Rachel. We thank you for all the blessings that you give us. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm.